Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Of our broadcast, We're going to talk a little bit more about this later because, boy, did we get this text line scrolling when I mentioned Tom Tillis and what is going on. Oh, my goodness. There's some people really fired up about the possibility of amnesty. By the way, before I forget, in case you need to know, I don't mind. I don't hesitate to tell you again what Tom Tillis's liberty score is. It's a freaking 49. 49. Do with that what you like. But this is what I've come to expect from Tom Tillis. This does not surprise me at all. We'll talk more about this a little bit later on because I want to give you the opportunity to express some of you have already done so on the text line but i want to go into a very important subject that is probably not getting the attention it deserves and it's something so many of our young people are just absolutely entranced by I'm referring to TikTok. i applaud the governor of south carolina henry mcmaster took the extraordinary step yesterday of banning the Chinese-owned app TikTok from government devices, citing security concerns. The governor said an official request to the Department of Administrative Executive Director Marsha Adams. He's seeking to have the social media platform TikTok permanently removed, access blocked from all state government electronic devices managed by the department. Protecting our state's critical cyber infrastructure from foreign and domestic threats is key to ensuring the health, safety, and well-being of our citizens and businesses. This is really, folks, a no-brainer. This follows a warning some days ago from FBI Director Chris Ray expressing national security concerns about TikTok, warning the control of the popular video-sharing app is in the hands of a Chinese government that doesn't share our values. Well, duh. What is this all about, and why should we be concerned about this fun little app that everybody, so many of our young people are enjoying every day. Well, who else better to answer this question than our cybersecurity expert uh, known around the world. Morgan Wright is back with us. Good morning and welcome back, sir. Good to have you with us again. Thank you, Vince, and Merry Christmas. Hey, same to you. Uh, well, let's jump right in. Tell us about TikTok. You know, it's a place where so many people, I mean, I have people sending me videos from TikTok every day. Uh, it seems so harmless. It's so fun, and our young people are enjoying it. What's the problem? Yeah, um, here's the problem. First of all, it originates out of China. Anything that originates out of China is subject to control, number one, by the Chinese Communist Party, number two, by their intelligence military. 
And if people think I'm kidding, that's actually written in Chinese law that technologies and intellectual property that's developed in China has to be shared with the military and the intelligence organizations for the better good. Now you're going, well, what does that have to do with me and TikTok? Here's why. TikTok in China is fundamentally different than TikTok in the U.S. for a couple reasons. They serve up uh, educational videos, and they limit time to 40 minutes in China, not in the U.S., so, Vince, what it is, it's, it's a massive influence operation. It's a massive propaganda operation. But here's, to me, here's the telling thing. Having worked inside classified environments, inside the intelligence community, anytime you have the director of the FBI, anytime you have a Democratic senator who's at odds with a previous Republican president, which would be Senator Mark Warner, Donald Trump, anytime you've got a senator coming out who's the head of the Senate, uh, select Committee on Intelligence saying that, hey, I got to tell you, I agree with Donald Trump. TikTok is a problem. These are the folks that have access to classified information. These are the folks that have access to what's actually going on behind the scenes. So, uh, Vince, I mean, we could go into a lot of detail, including Senate testimony by their COO, Vanessa Pappas. There's a lot of concerning things about who has access and what types of things they're influencing. And I don't have to change your mind overnight, but you give me a couple months, three to four months. I can change your mind over that period of time. You won't even know that I've taken you there because it's done by degrees, by incrementalism. So that to me, that's one of the big dangers. So what is their goal with Americans? What do they want to accomplish? Information dominance. They want to be able to control uh, politics. They want to be able to control the way China is viewed. They want to be able to control political outcomes. And one of the ways you do that is by sensitizing people or feeding them information over and over again to change their mind from where it was to where you want it to be. I could do that over time if I were given a platform that allowed me unfettered access to especially younger children who are uh, more susceptible to having uh, imprinted uh, you know, thoughts and patterns more so than maybe some adults are. You know, they say it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I'm an old dog. I may not learn new tricks, but I can see the tricks that are being played on younger people. So this is really a way for them to manage propaganda, influence, and information dominance over over the United States, especially over in the political area. It would seem to me that another major purpose they're serving here is distraction. Having our children so preoccupied with this garbage, I'm, I'm serious, I know people, I'm around younger people, and I find so many times they can't get their heads out of this stuff. They're distracted. That's why there's a 40-minute time limit in China. Uh, do we enforce for, at a national level a time limit? No. I mean, when you look at the impact social media has had on children since it started coming out, you look at the rate of suicide. The rate – these are CDC figures. These are not Morgan Wright's figures. These are CDC figures. Uh, it used to be – uh, homicide was the second leading cause of death for boys age 14 to 17. It's now suicide. Homicide has dropped to the third category. Accidents usually are the top, but it's the impact of kids, 10 to 13-year-olds, girls, 10 to 13-year-olds. We've seen the suicide rate go up. Unfettered access to social media has a harmful effect on children. It's like anything else. Any If it's done in moderation, it's one thing. But when when you're allowed to be on a device for 10, 12, 15, 20 hours a week, there's there's nobody who can convince me otherwise that that cannot have a potentially harmful impact on the way our kids think about themselves, hmm. think about uh, issues. And to your point, it's exactly right. It keeps them distracted. I mean, scientifically proven, goldfish have a longer attention span than adults, uh, you know, on things. So <laughs> this is kind of where we're headed. Wow. What are they doing with our information? Uh, are, are they extracting information from young people? 
You know, Vince, they, they do everything they can to dance around the issue. And I go back to a recent Senate hearing, which that's why I brought up the COO, Vanessa Pappas. They were actually asked very direct questions about, does anybody who is a member of the Chinese Communist Party have access to this data? We ensure controls. I mean, in other words, it's a non-answer answer. It was very difficult to get information. So, yeah. I, you know, without a doubt, this information is being collected. It's being harvested for two reasons. Number one is to understand how they can influence thinking. It's not so much about how do I influence a particular person, but how do I influence an entire generation or how do I influence an entire demographic by doing that? So, yeah, I believe there's no doubt they're harvesting this information. Parents who don't, um, who allow TikTok to be on, even under the age of 13, the Child Online Protection Act, COPA, there's supposed to be you know, protections in place, but we know those are easy to get by. But I tell you what it ultimately boils down to, uh, all my kids are growing up now. I don't have to deal with a lot of this, but when they were growing up in the days of um, you know, MySpace and stuff, I was very clear about what information you could and could not put on there, and I shut off access to one of my kids' accounts because they posted information about their age, sex, and location. I said, that's a no-no. And that was even going on back then. But at, at some point, it's got to be up to the, the adults to be yes. the adult in the room, to be the parents and say, you don't get to do this. There's a time limit on how much you can use it. And we're going to set time limits uh, and we're going to enforce those. Yep. It's very important for parents to be parents. Kind of a novel idea, isn't it? Uh, as always, Morgan Wright, you're always so helpful, so insightful. Thanks a lot for coming on the broadcast today. And uh, if we don't talk to you before then, you enjoy your Christmas holiday. Same to you. Merry Christmas, guys. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Back on the Vince Copley radio program. You heard the concerns about TikTok. 
And uh, they're pretty serious. Isn't it interesting? They restrict TikTok in China. Time limits. And I've told you, I've watched people. Mostly, I'm seeing people in their 20s, 30s, can't turn this stuff off. It's absolutely crazy. Let's go out to a call here in Charlotte. Jeremy, good morning and welcome. Hey, good morning, Vince. Um, first, thank you for having that guest on. I thought that was, you know, it, it's, it's really good to hear about TikTok. Um, and I am, you know, the things he's talking about, about, you know, the Communist Party harvesting information, learning from that, uh, all of that is really important stuff. Um, and, you know, I'll say I'm, I'm, my views are, are very conservative. So, uh, you know, in a lot of respects, a lot of that stuff concerns me. But I wanted to, you know, say on the other side of things with TikTok, which you don't hear sort of the positives anymore um, as it relates to a lot of this stuff, you know, I, it, TikTok is very unique. You know, I, I'm, I'm on it here and there. My, I've got teenage kids that are on it quite a bit. And, yes, I hear all the talk about the dangers. And like I said, I'm absolutely concerned about, you know, data harvesting and, and privacy and those kinds of things. But the positives to TikTok are that, you know, what I have found that was during these past few turbulent years, it was the only outlet that I could hear points of view from normal people in the United States about controversial topics or one side is controversial on things like election fraud, vaccines, uh, things along those lines. So that's one plus for me that that's the only place with so much censorship that was happening that you could actually just pull up and hear people that were thinking like you were about those topics. And on the other, you know, some other things are, you know, things like spiritual stuff and, you know, little science clips and all that good stuff that I consider net positive that, you know, I might learn a little science fact from some, you know, clip on TikTok from, that I wouldn't have ordinarily found. So there's something really good about the, the, uh, the actual medium itself and the way it delivers the content. But I think it's a really interesting discussion because, you know, I, it, there's sort of a dichotomy here. Yes, maybe it is the Communist Party and they're doing all this stuff with tracking and all that. But then how do we explain that the, that's the only outlet that was allowing through, you know, opinions on things where Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everything else was censoring? They were the only ones that were. Isn't that interesting? Through. That's, you know, you know what you, you've just given, Jeremy? You've given a damning indictment on America. Do, do you realize that this is a terrible yeah. indictment on corporate uh, America and the disrespect for free speech, the contempt for free speech and the idea of being able to have an open town hall. Now, this is allegedly what uh, Elon Musk wants to build with Twitter. You know, whether that happens remains to be seen. But uh, it, what you've said here is a challenge. Somebody needs to provide that. That's really what you're saying, right? Yes, sure. If I would have been able to freely, I mean, I can think of a few niche websites where I could get the opinions that I kind of wanted to, you know, in my own echo chamber that I wanted, you know, but I think we're valid other sides of the story when it came to, you know, election fraud and the vaccines and things like that. You know, let's call them, you know, conservative points of view that for the past few years have been completely shut down elsewhere. So, 
It, it is. It's ironic because I, no doubt I believe and I appreciate that there's people like your guests who are out there looking out for us. And if this ties back to the, con- you know, do I want my daughter's information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party? Uh, heck no. And so these safeguards need to be there. But until, like you said, until the American based tech companies can allow content along those lines to flow freely. Uh, TikTok's still the only place where I can search up a hashtag on these things and find unfiltered opinions yeah, that I think the, are valid to be out discussed. They're only only game in town. It sounds like for you, Jeremy. Very much appreciate your call. Thanks for your very thoughtful insights that you've shared on the broadcast today. Quickly, go out to Wesley Chapel and Ed. Good morning, Ed. Welcome. Good morning, Vince. Thanks for having me. I joined the show, um, and, and like. The previous caller, I, I appreciate the guest you had today. Um, one concern that um, he made me think of is that most, if not all, of the Apple products are made in China. Many PC products are are made in China. And what kind of security risks do we have in those? It's a very you know, good question. It's, it's too bad your guest was, was no longer on the line, but uh, that would be a good question for him to uh, well, possibly I, it's some. It's something perhaps we can pose on a future conversation, Ed. Uh, very much appreciate your call. Very quickly, going to go out to Terry, see if we can get this in before the break. Uh, good morning, Terry, and welcome. Hi, Vince. Okay, so the question is, why did everybody trash Trump for saying that TikTok was a problem way in advance? Because it's and Trump. The government. Yeah, there you go. Hello. <laughs> I knew orange where you were man. going with this, Terry. <laughs> orange man. Orange man, dad. Orange man, dad. So, yeah, there you that's, go. That's where, and it's unfortunate, again, because, frankly, we've got a lot of shallow people out there. It turns out the guy was right. Of course. Again. Of course. Sad. You know, it's just it's like, we are so biased in the way that we think these days really sad it's very unfortunate and uh we've we've all got to guard ourselves against this kind of of tribalistic thinking or i would say non-thinking terry um very much appreciate your call and you know this is a cautionary thing for all of us we all need to step back and ask ourselves are we objectively looking at truth and facts without favor toward a personality or without contempt for a personality because there are a lot of times well i don't believe that so-and-so said that you know you've you've heard the expression a blind nut a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes you've also heard that a broken clock is right twice a day so you cannot make assumptions especially about people you just don't like you know it's it's rather foolish we could all stand to, again, do some self-examination here and make sure we're looking to find the truth no matter who it comes from. Even CNN. I know that's shocking. Stay with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. on the broadcast a couple of news stories i want to tell you about quickly one of them the fbi actively investigating that power grid attack in moore county this is something that the authorities in moore county asked for they asked for help from state and federal authorities to look into what has happened this is something intentionally that was intentionally done by someone who just basically shot up and disabled equipment at a couple of substations in Moore County, North Carolina. You've probably also heard in the news the suspect of the Colorado Springs nightclub shooting that killed five people has formally been charged with murder, hate crimes, and assault. Murder, hate crimes, and assault. So we'll continue to follow that case as it makes its way through the system. Our conversation earlier about TikTok generated a lot of curiosity. This texture, <laughs> Vince, while mind blown, the only place we have to freely express our thoughts and opinions, a freaking communist-run platform. Unreal and scary as heck. Yes, it ought to be. Sounds as if you're saying the communists are doing better by their people as far as what they're being educated with. No gangster rap or anything that degrades its people. <laughs> yeah, there are plenty of other concerns, as you might expect. Vince, concerning the nearly 2 million dreamers in the U.S., I recognize they were brought here legally. I know hardliners want them rounded up and deported. But these people are now an integral part of our economy and have families of their own. As a Republican, I believe they should be provided a path to citizenship. We need to stop using the Dreamers as a political pawn for deal-making leverage with Democrats, like Trump did. What a lack of humanity, this texture says. Vince, I always thought Trump was a bit of a nut, but I voted for him in 2016 because I was disgusted with the rhinocrats and wanted to shake things up. Trump is still the biggest multi-bang grenade in the box. <laughs> Very true on that. Tell you what, I, uh, I'm going to share just part of a story that I think is really interesting that goes to the heart of what's happening with their values. I... Man, I'm I'm gonna have to turn this TV off that's in front of me. You know, I'm I'm my computer screen right to the left of me. There's an event right now, gold medal ceremony for January 6 responders. Okay, I that's wonderful. Let's award them. They always bring together the top leaders of the House and Senate. Earlier, we heard Mitch McConnell was up there on the stage. 
and there was Chuck Schumer, and now it's Nancy Pelosi. I I can't. I, I've just got to turn it off. I cannot look at this woman's face. I know it's terrible, just being honest. Let me very quickly. Uh, for Transformation Tuesday, briefly share this with you, and I'd encourage you to look this up. This is an article in a website called Mere Orthodoxy. It's called Tolkien Was Right, Notes on the Respect for Marriage Act and the Post-Boomer Church. Sometime after his death, an editor was going through the papers and books in J.R.R. Tolkien's library when he came across an old copy of C.F. Lewis's pamphlet, Christian Behavior, which would later be republished as one section in Lewis's classic Mere Christianity. Folded inside the book, a letter Tolkien had written, but apparently never sent, to his longtime friend and fellow Oxford. In it, Tolkien took issue with Lewis's treatment of divorce in the pamphlet. Briefly, Lewis argued for the creation of two separate marriage institutions within the United Kingdom. The former, church marriage, would be handled by the Church of England, defined by Christian conception of marriage, while the latter, civil marriage, would be overseen by the state, governed by the moral norms in favor with British society. This is kind of interesting. Did you know this? Through this, Lewis thought British Christians could preserve Christian ideas of marriage, including the prohibition against divorce, while honoring civil laws that were far more permissive regarding divorce. Tolkien objected strongly to the idea and wrote an aggressive letter to his friend saying, No item of Christian morality is valid only for Christians. In other words, Christian morality is human morality. Because Christianity is a true account of reality, including the human person. You can't create bifurcations between a kind of privatized religious morality and the real public morality that governs our common life together. The foundation is that Christian morality is the correct way of running the human machine. Your argument reduces it merely to a way of perhaps getting extra mileage out of a few selected machines. The horror of the Christians with whom you disagree. The great majority of all practicing Christians at legal divorce is in the ultimate analysis precisely that. Horror at seeing good machines ruined by misuse. Toleration of divorce, if a Christian does tolerate it, is toleration of a human abuse, which it requires special local and temporary circumstances to justify, as does the toleration of, of usury. If indeed either divorce or genuine usury should be tolerated at all as a matter of expedient policy, to be sure, sins and crimes are separate. There are any number of sins that ought not be made illegal and punishable by the government. But Tolkien here is not arguing for sectarianism or the accuracy. He's merely insisting we flirt with disaster when we presuppose that the moral law and our nation's civil laws have nothing to do with each other. If you can change civil laws in ways that can make them explicitly contrary to God's moral law, Tolkien thinks you're headed for trouble. This is a cautionary article that's written addressing this subject of marriage and what's happened in our society. I'd encourage you to read it if you'd like. It's basically Tolkien was right. You can look that up. Tolkien was right. Mere orthodoxy. 
I'd love to get your thoughts on the article. I think it raises some very valid concerns about where our culture is headed. Stay with us. Final stretch on the Vince Coakley radio program on this Tuesday. Over on the text line, first responding to Transformation Tuesday item. Vince, don't forget what Professor Tolkien was molded by and who did the molding. Additionally, in the civilian world, there was a series of land wars across Europe. The concept the academy student is called duty, honor, country was inoculated into every person in Europe at that point. It's not so valuable today, and we're literally living in a world of two cultures, those that serve and the rest of them. That is from Katie. Katie, appreciate that post. Very thoughtful. Very thoughtful. On the subject of immigration and legislation that may be in the works with Tom Tillis, Christian Cinema, what Republicans like, when Republicans like that one refuse to understand is that if you give amnesty to dreamers without putting a stop to illegal immigration, you'll never end the problem. You'll only make it worse. Yes. We've seen this game played before. They pulled it on Reagan. Tell you what, you let this number of people in, and then afterwards, we'll enforce the border. You never get to the afterwards. And here we are. How many years later? When was Reagan in office? We're talking about 40 years ago. And they still haven't gotten their act together. And they're not planning to. You know that, and I know that. Not stupid. At least I'm not. Time to take a look at the day in history. Eight questions for Christopher. How are you doing today? Well, I'm not stupid. (laughs) Exactly. We'll see, we'll see. Hey. This list is kind of a in-between list. We'll just start in 1865, the 13th Amendment. Very important for people like me. It brought something to an end that should have never been brought here in the first place. Slavery. 1865, slavery is absolutely, positively correct. 1866, this city completed the Lake Tunnel two miles long, and it brought water to their city. This is a city that has a uh, little bit of a, I think it's a little bit of a lake or something like that in the middle of downtown. I actually rode on a boat in the downtown of this city. It's kind of weird. I don't know, but I'm it's, going to guess Salt Lake City. No, it's Chicago. Okay. Very it cool. is Chicago. You want to check that out sometime. It's really cool. I didn't even know that they had, had something like this. It was cold. I'll tell you that much for sure because they had snow on the ground. 1884, this most important monument finally completed. It was halted for the Civil War in our nation's capital. Which one was it? The monument. I'll guess the Washington Monument. You are absolutely right. The Washington Monument is correct. It took them 100 years to come up with the Washington Monument. Yeah, it took some time to get this done. Interesting. Quite some time. 1861, Syracuse running back Ernie Davis won this award. He was the first black winner of this very prestigious award. 
Uh, Heisman Trophy. Heisman Trophy. You better believe it. 1964. Um, this is certainly a children's favorite. Uh, it's about uh, the head of the animals that carry Santa. He uh, His show premiered, or movie, premiered in 1964. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. Did you know it was that new? I had no idea it was 64 when that started. It's kind of a modern thing, just a year before I was born. I had it pegged for a round then, yeah. Okay. But I, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's so fun, so fun. 1969, Altamont happened, if you can remember that. Altamont happened, ending 1969 on a grim, deadly note. What kind of concert? Well, I, the Hells Angels this? did security for it. There was a guy stabbed. Uh, there was, If you see the footage from that, there's a fellow that looks like he's going to rip Mick Jagger's head off at oh any goodness. second. It is frightening. And Mitch singing, looking, looking at him in the periphery is a trip. I bet it scared the daylights out of all those folks. I'm not sure how to answer the question, though. Oh, the, the concert was by, you kind of answered it already. You mentioned the lead singer. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Airplane was there. I think yeah. the Grateful Dead was there. Okay. I think. Okay. I don't know how grateful they were after. Yeah, tell me about it. That's rather grim stuff. Mm -hmm. 1973, the House confirmed this person as vice president, 387 to 35. Gerald guy, Ford. Guy's never been elected, was never elected, uh, voted for as president or vice president. Gerald Ford is correct. I don't think he gets enough credit for becoming president without really trying. Isn't that amazing? He's, you never hear a odds? good thing about Gerald Ford. We made him the president. That's how that's how poorly he was doing. <laughs> that's classic. 1976, do you remember this guy who became Speaker of the House? He was kind of a popular guy. Tip O'Neill. Tip O'Neill. So you did pretty well with this list. I think you went uh, seven out of eight on hey, this all list. Right, all right. I'm Which not is... stupid. Of course you're not. It was a very, very good day for this list. Uh, by the way, uh, we did not get to any opportunity to talk today about the race in Georgia. I don't know if there's anything really significant I could add to this conversation at this hour. As you know, early voting has been underway for days, but today is Election Day. And perhaps we'll find out tonight. It may take longer to count all the votes. We'll find out who will be the senator who represents the state of Georgia, affecting the balance of power. Uh, it'll at least determine whether uh, the vice president needs to be there as a tiebreaker. Uh, if Herschel Walker indeed loses tonight, then her services won't be necessary. So there you go. So all the time we have... Thanks a lot for joining us. Have yourselves a great day, and God bless you. Adios. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.